Hey everybody, welcome to Rabbit Ramblings, podcast 244. This time I have some more Fallout 4 stuff to talk about. I've played probably about 40 or 50 hours now, so I've had quite a lot of time to look at the details of all the things I wasn't quite sure about before. And so this will probably be a good podcast if you are just about to get into playing Fallout 4 or have been playing maybe and you're still kind of figuring some stuff out, you're getting into crafting, or you're thinking about getting into crafting. So it's probably a good one for those people. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the show. So like I said, I have some more stuff about Fallout 4. It is starting to rain, so you might hear some of that. Hopefully you won't hear the microphone creaking like it came up quite a bit last time. I'm holding things a little bit differently this time, so hopefully it'll be uh, not so creaky. Because that bugs me. Uh, probably most people didn't even hear it, but for those who are used to that noise, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, first thing I have is last time... I mentioned perks had multiple levels, but I wasn't sure how you access those multiple levels. It looks like each perk is sort of level-based. So say you have the fourth agility perk unlocked, and you want to unlock the next rank. Maybe the first rank unlocks at level 3, and the second one doesn't require any more points in agility, but you do have to be at level 7. So that's how that works. Pretty easy. Kind of similar to the old skill-based system where you would spend more points in the skill and the skill would go up and by a certain level, if you've been spending so many points, it would, you know, unlock the next rank. This is just basically a ranked-based version of that. One thing new for Fallout 4 is there are legendary monsters and almost every time you fight one, they will drop a legendary piece of loot. And so far I've only seen weapons or armor as legendary drops. I haven't seen anything else, um, you know, in terms of like special food or anything like that. So seems like just stuff that will stay on your character. They will be denoted by a star next to the name. And basically they're kind of like the MMO equivalent of like a blue or purple loot drop. Um, you know, depending on the perk, they get sometimes, you know, even better, like maybe, you know, legendary slash yellow quality item. These can't be broken down at a crafting station, which does get a little bit inconvenient because you'll have to carry it around if you want to sell it, or you'll just have to drop it on the floor if you don't want to carry it around, which is kind of really disappointing because... You know, if you're not going to use the perk it has, at least it would be nice to sell it and get a few hundred caps. Because the ones I'm seeing, I'm around level 25. They're usually around 250 caps. So that's quite a lot compared to the normal drop ranging anywhere between, you know, 50 and 150. You can put it on your companion, but they have kind of a limited capacity. I usually use the dog, and he has 
I guess, a lower capacity than even normal companions, so I fill up quite quickly. Overall, when I'm running around the map, the zone does look pretty small. I think I've seen about a third of it and flushed that out pretty well. But the thing that's different from the previous Fallout games is you're constantly seeing stuff pop up on the radar that you want to go check out, you know, places that you haven't been, things to do. So even though the zone overall feels a little bit smaller, it's not quite the wasteland we're used to. It's more sort of like this heavy area in the middle of the map, and then sort of an outskirts outside of it. But it seems like you're rarely out of view of at least one or two points of interest. And if you go to my Facebook page, you can see a shot I took where there's probably a dozen or more points of interest on my radar just at that time. Tons and tons and tons of places to check out. Plus, even though you've been a place, that doesn't necessarily mean it's always going to stay the same. There's one point where I had sort of cleared out a sort of corner where a bunch of bad guys were hanging out and they had built up some structures and so that was clear. And then I went away and I came back uh, like a game day or two later and some of the bad guys had sort of respawned. There were three or four bad guys in that area again and so I killed them again, (laughs) which is hilarious. And also one other time, just running around the city, there was this really random roving band of like a bunch of named zombies there was like half a dozen of them and they all had names i thought that was pretty crazy i've also seen just random things like there was a rad scorpion once and like a, a yugui bear thing once so even though you've been to a place before that doesn't mean it'll be the exact same when you go through it again probably part of the randomization of the game which i really like Also, the map icons don't have relative size to the map. Um, You know, the icon is the same size no matter what the inside of that building is like. Some buildings I've gone in, and it's like five minutes, it's a single room, and I'm done. Whereas other buildings are huge, and I've spent probably like 45 minutes in them, you know, exploring and killing the bad guys, and they're multiple levels, and they go all over the place. So the overall map, even though the zone seems a little small, is not really indicative of the size of the game because all of the locations you're going to are all really big to enormous sometimes. One really cool thing the engine can do now is they have an environment system. So I've seen rain a few times. Usually I'll see like fog or smoke. And they can change how you play the game like rain will cut down on your view and uh, audio distance how far you can hear things fog will just cut down on your view and it does affect the npcs as well so people will take different cover or they'll do different positions or they'll move you know differently depending on the range of their weapon because you know now they can't quite see as far so it really does change up the game quite a bit and make things really interesting The upgrade and the mod system is really what's going to drive your loot gathering now. You really, really, really have to fight that old habit in previous games of collecting everything because you'll just go overweight so quickly now. Plus, a lot of the stuff you pick up, you know, some things need this thing, some things need that thing, some things need the other thing. So if you're trying to pick up all of the things for upgrading all of the things, again, you're just going to run out of weight really quickly. As part of that, I would recommend if you are below level 10, you're just starting out the game, or you're thinking about starting up the game, 
I would recommend you not do any crafting at all. Just pick up the loot that you see drop, see what's better, see what you like, get a feel for your sort of style, and then consider getting into crafting. Because I sort of started out with the idea that I'm going to craft coolest guns and have, you know, the things I like all the time and the best armor that fits my style. And so right from the start of the game, I was just overloaded all the time. And I'm still trying to fight the habit of not doing that. In my current game, I'm sort of getting to the point where I'm I'm changing how I do things and it's going to work out a lot better. What I recommend you do instead... Uh, even when you do get into crafting like I'm doing, is that some of these sort of locations that you go to, they're, you know, inside and you zone into the building. Some of them have crafting stations in there. So what I would recommend is, even if you're a hardcore crafter, when you go to this kind of location, kill all the things, and then take all their stuff to whatever crafting station is there. Like if there's just weapons, pick up all the weapons you know, be encumbered, take it to the weapon station, break those down, or if it's armor, break down the armor, or if you get really lucky and it's both, you know, do both. But then don't pick up any stuff outside of the location. Don't pick up any sort of junk items. Just do that. Because when you break down the things, they break down into the components that that particular thing will use. Like guns will always give you steel and screws which you always need. Aluminum, you kind of have to look for on your own. That That is one you do want to watch out for. You don't get a lot of aluminum. But if you break down energy-based weapons, it'll give you crystals and computer circuits and, and the stuff you need for that. And when you break it down this way, instead of picking up the junk, this will weigh a lot less, and it will effectively stack, which isn't a really big issue. It, it doesn't matter if it stacks or not. But each amount you get for the weight is a much better deal than picking up like a fan or a microscope. You know, those are going to be much bigger and heavier. Just breaking things down at a crafting station is much better because that junk stuff you can't break down. You have to carry it as a full piece. And so it's going to, like I said, jam up your inventory and be a lot more weight. So I recommend when you get to a building, you know, break all the things down and then don't look for junk. Unless you have like one specific upgrade. And then I would say don't have the crafting station flag that thing that you need. Just make a note on a piece of paper to yourself. Because what will happen is you can only unflag it, as far as I know, at a crafting station. So like, I've got silver flagged on my game for I don't know how long. And it's like, I don't even know what uses silver. I can't find silver anywhere. So now anytime I'm looking for stuff, anything that's silver is always flagged. And I'm like, I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't even know what it's for. So I think it's just better to sort of mentally note, I need five oil. And then pick up junk things until you have five oil. And then tell yourself, I'm not going to pick up any more junk things. Because otherwise, if it's flagged, you'll just pick up everything. And you'll not remember how much you need. And like I said, you'll get overweight really fast. I would even recommend, which is probably what I'm going to do, is that you just craft stuff at sanctuary and then anything else in the field you just wait and not you know craft it if you don't have the parts because if you go to any crafting station or the main building thing in sanctuary or whatever sanctuary 
you can store the stuff in there. So what I'll probably be doing is going to Sanctuary, build all the things, and then the extra junk I have left over, I will store there at Sanctuary. Because the crafting stations aren't linked. Um, one cool thing would be if they were linked, that would sort of alleviate this problem a little bit. But like I said, otherwise, you you just get so much weight. One thing I really, really like about Fallout 4 is the little details, particularly the environmental issues, which I kind of touched on before. But other things which are a little bit more noticeable is like when there's a big explosion or an impact from a rocket or grenade, it'll kick up a bunch of dust and debris as well. Uh, bodies will all go flying. But that sort of changes the environment you're fighting in. And so the bad guys, you know, in that area won't be able to see. If you happen to be in an explosion, you won't be able to see very well. So, again, you know, bad guys will scatter, they'll reposition. And that changes up the fight quite a bit. Also, there's a lot of really little details and sort of the placement of things that I really, really appreciate and really make it feel like it's lived in. Like, one of the most common things is what they do with teddy bears. Once I noticed the teddy bear was sitting on the toilet, and they had put a newspaper in his hands, and I thought that was hilarious. But also there's things like, you know, the position of skeletons, and what the skeletons happen to be doing when they died. You know, sometimes they'll be, like, next to a weapon, or they'll be, like, next to a newspaper, just chilling. And so all these little details really sort of flush out the world and make it feel like it's lived in, which I really, really appreciate and love, because that makes it feel, you know, more like an actual world. The only really negative thing I can actually say about the game, other than the characters look kind of freaky and weird, sometimes uh, the lighting is okay, but (laughs) a lot of the time they look kind of just weird and blech. Anyways, uh, that's a graphical thing, but one thing about the game as a whole, I I kind of see as sort of a negative point is they've set up this sort of really big overarching backstory for your character. And for your main character, there's basically been no time since that traumatic thing happened to when they come out of the vault. But the developers have set it up, so that's sort of the main quest, but you can completely ignore it. And if you did, your character would act like somebody who was born in that time and they didn't have that traumatic event. So that's one one sort of thing that kind of bugs me, is that the main character is sort of ignoring their backstory unless you're specifically following it so that seems kind of like a a conflict of character you know if this was a movie they absolutely wouldn't be ignoring it they'd be freaking out over it all the time so that kind of strikes me as a little bit odd that you can play it either way you can follow the backstory or you can basically completely ignore it um so like i said that's a little bit weird but i mean it, it makes sense you know from the developer standpoint it allows the player to do either play style and leaves the freedom up to the player, which I do appreciate, but it still seems a little weird. I totally love it. I am super addicted. Absolutely get it if you are a previous Fallout game fan. And if you're on the fence about it, you haven't picked up a Fallout game yet, you've been thinking about it, here would be a great time to pick it up. Like I said, I would recommend you not get into crafting at least until about level 10. Sort of see how the game is going, see what your style is, see what you like. Get used to how encumbrance works, because there seems to be a lot fewer vendors this time than in previous games. 
I remember before it was a lot easier to pick up a bunch of stuff and then sell it at the vendor. Now it's like, I'm overweight. Ugh, clear out some stuff. Five minutes later, ugh, I'm overweight again. So I'm really having to fight that old playstyle habit. And like I said, at probably 40 plus hours in now, I'm just starting to get over that habit. So it's kind of a bad habit to bring with you into this game. So if you're new, <laughs> don't don't start picking up all the things. Just pick up what you need. There's plenty of it. And that's it for my thoughts on Fallout 4. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. Ha ha ha. The following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thinking. Benjamin C. Sean R. And Stephen B. Three cheers for donations. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. So that's it for this podcast. It was originally going to be a super, super sad ending to the podcast. Um, a few days after I, I posted the last podcast, I ran out of gas, had the red light, and I was getting warning, and I had to leave it parked for a few days. And things were very terrible and sad, and I had no money, and I was getting really, really depressed. Now I've gotten some Christmas gifts slash donations. So I'm in a little bit better place. I have a little bit of flexibility. Not a ton still. I'm probably going to have to think about things like leaving my car parked during school and, you know, getting a bus pass and then splitting, you know, how much I drive with taking the bus. Because the bus is like four bucks and then, um, you know, that covers you for the quarter because the school has a deal for that. So that could save, you know, like half the gas cost. Since I'm getting fewer donations now, especially if I have to worry about starting to buy food myself with no income, now I'm going to need to really, really watch out for money. So I might be forced to do that. Riding a bus wouldn't be super terrible. It would still be risky for leaving my car around, which I really don't want to do. You know, I want to keep it mobile so it doesn't get any attention on it. But, you know, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of choice. I have to look at what I need to do to have enough money for all the things uh, as often as possible, which has not been happening very recently, so I need to be very, very careful. So things are still terrible, but slightly less terrible, not as terrible as they would have been uh, without the Christmas and uh, general donations that happened. But this will be the day after Christmas. Uh, so, if you're listening then, uh, happy Christmas time. And if you're a future person listening later, hopefully you had a good Christmas time. And 
Hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com if you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2015 by Eric Stryker, a.k.a. Rabbit.